That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How's it going today? Um, have you done your weekly review? And what's that inbox number looking like? Hi, Jean. I am doing fine today, although I seem to be in a, a slack time for weekly reviews, <laughs> um, which I'm not happy about, but uh, I'm getting things done, but not doing a lot of reviewing. Mm -hmm. And I've also been reading and acting on things in my inbox, but not taking them out. I'm up to 156. Oh, no. James, that's... Uh, I have to announce that today I'm at Inbox Zero. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I oh, Well, now, of course, I'm at Inbox One since I got to – but I, I took a screenshot of Inbox Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am glad. It helped me get to a few emails that really did slip through the cracks and I apologize to people who may be getting an email in the last few days saying, huh, I thought she told me. I did, but my inbox did not. And now it's at zero. The interesting thing will be to see what happens next week. And I, like you, I've been doing, getting things done. I just haven't been capital GTD getting things done. So That's the boat I've been into. So... Before we dive into um, a topic that I would like to talk about today, something I'm currently calling micro-projects, I have some feedback, first of all. In the course of digging through my email, I did find uh, listener E1 asked if we were going to be on Spotify, and I looked into it, and I think we can make that happen um, fairly soon. It's not quite as turnkey as I thought it was going to be because even though we are already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify requires a little more additional information, but that's totally doable. So I think we should mm -hmm. go to Spotify now that they are planning to take over the podcast world by acquiring Gimlet and Anchor, but that's a whole nother story. Thanks for that email and for prompting me to look into that. Um, do you have any follow-up, James? Uh, I have some follow-up from uh, our last episode about collecting things. While I was editing it, um, there's the section where you talked about how you ha keep getting tempted to have some sort of um, orphan black collection. Mm -hmm. um, but it occurred to me that you have built your own digital orphan black collection with your Sestracast podcast. Oh my, yes. So you have one episode Per episode, you have a ready-made collection that you've hand-built yourself <laughs> over the last – how long? Yeah, it's been like a year and a half. Um, in fact, yes, we just recorded the final episode of that podcast this week, and it should be out in the next few days. Um, Sestracast is a, a podcast that I do over at The Incomparable with my very lovely co-host, Kathy Campbell, and it's been 
really an interesting process to wind it down after we've been doing it for almost a year and a half. We never intended it to be an open-ended podcast, but we wanted to cover the 50 episodes of Orphan Black that exist. Yes, that's true. It is a collection. It won't get dusty. It doesn't take up any space in my house. And um, you can share it with an infinite number of people. That's true. Well, well, thanks for pointing that out, Jansen. Uh, it makes me feel good to have made that collection uh, that I can enjoy as well, because honestly, I enjoy listening to me and Kathy, <laughs> even after we've recorded it and even after I've edited the podcast, sometimes I listen to it again because I'll think, well, let me hear how that part turned out that I edited it. And then I'm later going like, oh, I just listened to the whole podcast again. I guess I must enjoy my own podcast. <laughs> so I guess we're ready to uh, talk about this notion that I brought up a couple weeks ago, which I was calling a micro project. And, you know, the background on that is that I'm terrible, just terrible at getting out of the house in the morning when I'm going on a trip. I'm pretty bad at packing up the night before, but I'm really terrible at getting out of the house. And so I look at the clock right before I go to bed and think, what's the minimum number of hours I think I need mm -hmm. to get out of the house? <laughs> you know, it's, you know, hopefully I don't have a plane to catch at, you know, 5 a.m. Sometimes that happens and then I really can't afford to try to do it all in the morning. But um, even if I have a list of things that I have to do, what I find for me is that part of the problem is I always underestimate how long each one of those things will take. I let myself get distracted by one or more of the things as I'm doing them. Or I just space out, you know, I might start drinking a cup of coffee to wake myself up. And then, I, you know, that feeling when you say, how did it get to be eight o'clock? It was just seven o'clock. Like I do. Ten minutes ago, right? So the last time I went on a trip, I was going to Austin and um, I was meeting up for a few days with Manton Reese from Microdot Blog. And I had... I can't remember how far along I was with the packing, but I had a lot of little things to do around the house and get to get ready. And when I woke up, I thought, I can't let this happen again. You know, I never finish everything. I always end up leaving the house like five to 10 minutes later. You know, luckily, I always plan to leave the house with a good amount of time to get to the airport. But, you know, I don't like to push it. So I thought... How can I avoid this happening to me um, this morning? And I just set my timer on my clock. No, <laughs> I set my timer on my phone uh, for 30 minutes. And I decided, like, I can't let a whole hour slip by without realizing it. So what if I set it for 30 minutes? And what if in this 30 minutes I plan that at least this thing has to get done, let's say, I have to have my computer bag packed up, you know. It doesn't take 30 minutes for me to do that, but I can do other things in the in the same 30 minutes, but I can't let that little piece of the puzzle go longer because I want to move on to a different piece, say take care of the guinea pigs and make sure that everything is set up with their cage mm -hmm. and food or um, put out the uh, garbage and recycling or mm – -hmm clean up the kitchen, like things that 
I'm always grateful for when I come home that the house doesn't look like a hurricane hit it, um, which is how it feels to me <laughs> when I'm mm. putting this stuff together. So it it turned out like it was funny because it was early in the morning. I hadn't really planned to do this, but as I was doing it, I thought this is working really good because it's not forcing me to do one thing at a time or to go through a checklist but it is keeping me from losing track of where I am in the process. And I think I had about two and a half hours to get everything done. So I did 30 minutes and then I said it again. I didn't use it as like what's known as the Pomodoro technique, which is a cool thing. I'm not saying uh, this is better or worse. It's just different. But Pomodoro is specifically to get you to focus on one thing for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break. And you often think of things, if you're using the Pomodoro technique, as how many Pomodoros do they take? But in my experience of what I, I call this a micro project, because there's a lot of pieces and there's a lot of steps and some are sequential and some can happen in any order. But I'm not going to sit down and and break it all down or write it all down or check things off. I can keep that amount of micro project in my head for 30 minutes at a time. And so that's basically what I did is I, as soon as the 30 minutes was up, hopefully the thing that I said needed to be done, such as packing up my computer stuff or um, taking care of the guinea pigs is done. If it's not, well, it just, you know, gets added to the next 30 minutes. But I think I, it worked out pretty well. So I would start the 30 minute counter again. And just say, and by the way, this time you have to be totally dressed by the end of this 30 minutes, or this time your suitcases have to be ready to go into the car that's picking you up or whatever. And so 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, one right after the other. And I was very amazed by the end of like the third one. I thought, wow, I might actually get out of the house early. That's never happened. Um, and as the actual time for leaving got sooner and I needed a little bit more discipline, I started setting it for 15 minutes at a time mm -hmm. because I needed to get, say, two more things done and there was only a half hour left. I made sure like um, to break it into 15 minutes. So I didn't, I didn't overthink what I was going to do in each 30 minutes or each section of time, but I did um, – have something that reminded me almost like, almost like I, my mom would be <laughs> when I was getting ready for school. Like, you know, have you put on your socks and shoes yet? You know, <laughs> have you brushed your hair yet? Like making sure that I wouldn't like fall down on the job as a kid getting ready where, you know, getting distracted by one thing and losing my sense of, you know, being late or not. So it was pretty exciting for me because I ended up this For this particular trip, I drove myself to my brother's house. He lives not far from the airport, and we call it park and ride, you know, <laughs> <laughs> my family park and ride system, which is I drive over there, and then he takes me to the airport. And I am always late for that, you know, and he doesn't care because he's not going on the plane. But I know that he thinks of me as somebody who never shows up on time, you know, mm -hmm. and even somebody who you have to tell them a time that is not the real time so that they get there on time, even if you know what I mean. I know uh, what you mean. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Either. 
you probably have people in your life that you need to do that to. I hope one of them isn't me, but <laughs> as no, I would not have categorized you as that. Uh, I I think I can hold it together in context, you know, outside the family, but within the family, I'm I'm pretty notorious, and I I'm trying to change that. But yep. So when I got there. My brother was not even ready to go. It's very unusual, and I got. I just felt better. I didn't feel stressed. So I wouldn't want to do a whole day like that. I wouldn't want to do it for just regular tasks. I'm not a Pomodoro user. I, I, I get it. I get why people like that. But, um, you know, I like to just sort of put my head down and work until I'm done working and then, Mm -hmm. um, then take a break as needed. But, and I would never schedule myself to the minute on my calendar either. But for a a time-sensitive project, micro-project, because it's only a project that's good for an hour or two, and then you can't just defer it because you have to go to the airport. So um, that's true. it worked. It worked really well for me, and I'm going to start doing that for situations like that. So, for example, when we get – done with this podcast, I will have about an hour to get ready and go to an appointment that I have to go actually drive to. And and I have a few things I need to get together for that. And an hour should be plenty unless I sit down and start reading. Well, not email because I don't have any, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if I start reading any social media, sometimes, you know, that's probably one of the worst offenders for making you forget what time it is. I gotcha. And um, yeah, it's, I do, well, I don't know if it's similar. I don't use like a timer every 30 minutes, but definitely preparing for a trip and getting out the door for a trip. It, it's also the same for me where it's a little bit stressful. The list of things that you do sound very familiar, right? The the pack up the computer bag, pack up, make sure you're, you're dressed. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at that. I'm good at that. Actually. <laughs> not, not, nothing worse than arriving at the, arriving at the airport and realizing you forgot to put on pants. <laughs> that has never happened to me. Thank goodness. Um, but that would be a bad one. Um, yeah. But no, the like the recycling out, the garbage out, clean up the kitchen, uh, make mm-hmm. sure the cats have food and water and a clean litter box and what have you. Um, all of those are the things. But what I do is I do have a um, checklist that I reuse every mm-hmm. trip. And it also has a couple of things on there like, you know, uh, suspend the mail or hold the mail. Yeah. And so I have a packing list um, for different lengths of time that I use. And I just kind of have a template and just keep reusing those. And then my kind of getting ready to go list is always the same. Very often my flights are early flights because if I'm flying east, yeah, like if you don't leave early in the morning, you you arrive like almost the next day because of, <laughs> yeah, very often I'm up at like four in the morning, like doing all these things. Um, yeah, I could do some of them the night before, but somehow that just doesn't seem like it's 
like it's part of my personality, like like I can manage <laughs> to get that done. I'm trying to think if if I've ever done anything similar to kind of setting a timer like that. There certainly are times where I am not looking at the trusted system because the next whatever next hour, the next two hours, kind of, I know the the plan of what I'm trying to do is in my head and mm-hmm. it's, it is time sensitive. And so I'm moving from thing to thing, very kind of get this done, get this done, get this done. And kind of your adrenaline's a little bit high at that point, I think for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't necessarily used a timer. I think that the, for me, the timer, uh, the importance of the timer is, it keeps me from letting any one of those things on my list, which mm-hmm. I have the list, but pretty much memorized, uh, regardless whether it's in my head or on a piece of paper, but is not letting any one of those things take up more time than they really need to. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it, certainly things like packing, sometimes I overthink what I'm packing or what I need to bring. And I have to say, you know, one of the things that I credit Steve Jobs with for me is he helped me appreciate the idea of having a very uncomplicated wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just, you know, I have certain few things that I wear and I don't feel the need to go beyond that. And so that, I don't know how people who have lots of outfits and that change a lot and are not good for various kinds of weather, but you know, I I don't know how they pack anything, honestly. I also remember the story of Steve Jobs's simple wardrobe. Um, mm-hmm. I usually, yeah, pretty much wear the same same basic stuff every all the time, which does make it easier that you don't have to decide. The, it's the 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 uh, the most difficult decision points come sometimes when. Uh, when I take a trip down to Disneyland because I have different mm-hmm. Disney t-shirts and I'm like, which oh. one should I wear? <laughs> Is it feeling more like a Pixar day or a, or a Pirates of the Caribbean day or um, so? Yeah. Literally the last time I went down to Disneyland, that was the most time time consuming part of getting ready was like, <laughs> which, which shirt should I, oh, well, I wore this one the last couple of times, eh, but then eh, eh. So yeah, the uncomplicatedness of my usual like jeans and a polo shirt. <laughs> yeah. It definitely definitely makes life easier and makes packing yeah. easier too. Yeah, it sure does. I would love to hear from listeners what they do to to pack up for a trip, small or big, you know, strategies that go beyond like obviously most normal Sane people have a checklist and a packing list and they do it and they're good. But if you have any hacks for getting yourself to actually do what you're supposed to do, I'd like to hear that. But with that, I think uh, let's wrap this one up. And we really appreciate you listening to our podcast. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we are The Weekly Review. And on Twitter, we're Weekly Review FM. You can also send us email at hello at theweeklyreview.fm and start filling my inbox back up. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> We'd really appreciate it if you would rate or review the podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it makes us happy to know that you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you can